Salutations, people. Salutations. We got to Beyond Repair bringing us in with their song. Pap. P-A-A-P. So, I'll be honest with you. We are trying to simulcast over here on our Telegram channel. So, if you guys want to be super cool and do me a major solid, hop over there for me. And I'm not saying everybody has to hop over there on our Telegram. I'm saying just uh, if, uh, if a couple people could, or maybe at least one or two that is here, hop over there on the Telegram chat for me real quick and see if you can hear us. <clears throat> and the reason why is because we are trying to simulcast. Uh, what is her name? Jin Saki? The chick that's like always saying we're, we're going to circle back. She's, uh, she's saying that they need to censor social media. So one of the reasons we are doing this is to, uh, is to, is, is, is to diversify the content, man, because you guys deserve it. Uh, not only that, but also try out a completely different configuration. Um, I thoroughly believe that our days on Instagram are numbered. And so what we are doing is trying to come up with, again, a, a alternative method for delivering the content uh, for you guys. So yeah, I appreciate the people that are tuned in uh, to our Instagram live. Again, if you guys could hop off Instagram and hop onto Telegram for me into our chat, that would be great. Um, I mean, it'll be more prevalent in the second segment, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to make uh, make sure everything ru is running the way that it should. This is like not really editing or production. It's just like lifetime stuff I'm trying to do. So yeah, salutations, my friends. Salutations. And thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. It is Tuesday, which means it's Instagram Crew Day. Um, and as you guys heard me say right there in the intro, as always, we are diversifying the information because you guys deserve it. Uh, <laughs> we have a, it, it, it's, it's been a crazy personal week for me, but it's not really about that. There is a lot of crazy things going on in the world right now. Again, um, if you guys hop over to our Telegram chat and then hop into the post chat, you guys can get access to our Telegram uh, live chat. And I'm going to be doing more of these. I did one just, uh, just the other week before our weekly podcast show. Oh, oh, we got somebody. Chase. Chase, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> there we go. Can you guys hear Chase? Oh, man. No, thank you, bro. Here, hold on. Let me see if... Um, say something, Chase. Let me see if I can try to get you over here. For, uh, yeah. for the folks over here on Instagram. I'm here. Nice. Can you guys hear Chase? Oh, Chase, just, just, just give us like a quick little intro and then, then, uh, then we'll work something out later on, bud. Okay. No, you're good. Yeah, you're good. I was just, I was just popping in just, uh, I was, I was checking out the, uh, live stream with Telegram, uh, since I wasn't able to hop on Instagram. So yeah, it's nice having this uh, audio set up here. Heck yeah, bro. Thank you. Well, that was the idea is 
I feel I don't want to say like Instagram's and cumbersome, but it's kind of a lot to have it like straight up on your phone. And I feel like with Telegram, you're able to pop in right quick, say what you have to, and you can still listen to it in audio. Like it, you, you can run it in the background too. So I definitely want to yeah, get that yeah. functionality for folks. For sure, for sure. Oh, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, so, what is your take on uh, what's going on with the uh, military coup, so-called, uh, overseas right now? Are you talking about with China, with Iran, with what? Oh, uh, with with the uh, the Burmese. Uh, I've I've you caught me slap you caught me slipping, bro. Educate me. Oh no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, so today the uh, Biden administration uh, called it a coup officially, and apparently that's going to piss off China in retaliation. I'm not completely caught up on it. Didn't know if you had looked into it too much, but yeah, it's a developing story. I, I have not on this end, but I, I trip out on the fact of how quickly we've gone straight into war underneath the Biden administration. It trips me out. Like, yeah. he's reversing all the stuff. He's sending the troops back. Like, I'm going to get into it later on in the show, how I feel like there's an ideological purity test going on, a loyalty test, where they're basically turning the military into stormtroopers because they don't care whether or not people disagree with the wars or any, anything anymore. They just want actual soldiers, mercenaries, folks that carry it out. So I hadn't I hadn't caught on to that, but uh, I think it's again crazy how fast we're just like entering into a war footing. I completely agree. Completely agree. All of the progress we seem to have made is uh, seem to be retracted right now. Just over the course of a couple of weeks, crazy how fast uh, things can change like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I feel like, again, that's one of the reasons why we're trying to mix up how we have these kind of conversations, where we have them, and what we do with them. Because we have to have a, we have to have like a network where we communicate, exchange information, and at the same time try to deprogram each other. Because the, 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 the propaganda is out there, dude, and it's only going to intensify. Completely agree. Completely agree. I, I hate to do this. I, somebody just walked in at work. I you understand this, I'm going to be hopping on. I'm going to be hopping back on. So... Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Brother, I thank you. Thank you. Be safe. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. See you. There he goes. There goes Chase. And Lucas has joined us. Lucas, did you want to pop in real quick and then say a quick bit and then I'll go ahead and get the show started? Oh, hit the hit the blue button on hop, hop back in Telegram, Lucas. Hit the blue button, unmute yourself, and then bing, bang, boom. You should be good. If not, that's okay. It's okay. That's the cool thing too. Uh, that's the cool thing too with Telegram. You guys can literally hop in to it and you don't have to say anything. You can still join in. And like I said, it will play in your background. Kind of cool. It's kind of like radio. I like it. Um, you're muted. Lucas, press the blue button, hop back in Telegram and tap on the, the, the Freedom Faction post chat. It'll take you back to the little module. Press the little blue uh, uh, logo right there, the mic logo, and you'll be able to unmute yourself. He he he. Yeah, I, I we'll probably do this more in the second segment, but I want to go ahead and try to kind of work out the kinks. So if people do want to join our Telegram, you guys can do so. Or if you don't want to join our Instagram, you can do so. I like to give people options. All right, good. So you're so you're on. You're on the Telegram. Hop back into okay, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it later. We'll do it later, bud. But thank you. Um, that way you can hop off Instagram and listen to uh, the Instagram live on the go. 
MG Sanchez 16 says, what's the name of the Telegram channel? Uh, it's just Freedom Faction. I should come up with something a little bit more clever, possibly Factions of Freedom. Uh, I put the most recent post in our Telegram chat and for our audio listeners and people who are listening to this on the replay, I'll put it in the description bar as well so you can join it. Uh, but yeah, this is it. On top of being able to have people join through video because people will listen via audio, uh, they can join audio. And so the idea is to diversify the information because you guys deserve it. I don't think that we will be here for quite some, like I was joking about this earlier. I'll say this and get to the topics with you guys. I was joking about this earlier, how I've been here before, Biden, how, how I was here before Obama, how I was here before Trump, and how I can only hope that I'm here at the end of a Biden administration. You already see that they're uh, trying to designate people who don't have their own they don't share the same political beliefs. They're de declaring them domestic terrorists or extremists and things like this. Hey, Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Um, and that trips me out. So for me to think that I've been here before, before Obama, before Trump, and I might not make it through a Biden administration, I can only hope that they don't haul me off to like a FEMA camp or some concentration center or jail or some re-education camp, you know, something like that, because this is the world that we're entering into. I hate to sound crazy, but you heard me talk with uh, with Chase right there about how fast we've entered back into a foreign war footing. And just last week, we talked about the essential domestic war uh, that they have waged against conservative Republicans, Christians, uh, religious extremists, libertarians, and more. And so, yeah, very, very interesting time frame to be living in. Let me go ahead and uh, give you guys these quick topics, and then I'll do some quick plugs, and then we'll go ahead and get this, uh, this segment started. We'll be talking about what one caller in our Telegram chat talked about, uh, the Greater Reset, which I find very interesting. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the Great Awakening, how the New World Order is here, uh, the Build Back Better agenda, how they said that they would collapse the economy to get Trump out, how we are, how we are witnessing the activation of things like Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030 with active dehumanization, active depopulation, uh, you know, political refugees ways to develop common living areas, practicing self-governance, and mindfulness, so to speak. And the reason I say that is because, you know, the other day I was, I don't know what I was doing. I think I was getting ice cream with my lady. And I saw, I saw this person that had the full see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil setup on. Like they had headphones, mask and like shades on and it, and it and it hit me like a ton of bricks i won't lie it hit me like good lord this is this is this is kind of sad this is kind of scary this is kind of dystopian you know the fact that we literally have an entire society uh that you can't talk to that is literally like right there with you but they are so wrapped in their own world that you can't communicate with them unless you do something somewhat drastic or you turn yourself into like a billboard or you, you have some kind of conscious clothing. And it trips me out because literally it's see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. It's like put the mask on, put the, put the, put the shades on, put the gloves on, don't talk to nobody, just go about your business. It's kind of scary. And then you think, my God, how did we all get to this point to where we have begun to silence reality? It trips me out, man. It tripped me out. Yeah, the dystopian side of people with masks, shades, and headphones. See, hear, and speak no evil. It trips me out. Um, you know, and 
We'll talk more about that type of behavior. And this, again, this dystopian reality we've now found ourselves in, but I think it, 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 it has to be highlighted. It has to be highlighted. You get me? It trips me out. Uh, and so, <clears throat> quick plug. I didn't, uh, I'm not gonna haul up the, I'm not gonna haul up the, uh, the storable goods, but you may have noticed that on our page, on our Instagram page, we put up a ad that we don't really do for quite some time, but the difference with this ad is that it is a paid partnership with my Patriot Supply. That was right. They have a two-week food supply where you can save $30. And I think it's very interesting because I'm telling you guys, everything that's go everything that happened towards the end of Trump's presidency that Biden's basically inheriting, you see him already shutting the country down. Uh, you, you, you see him already going into wars, man. Like stuff's gonna get crazy. If you don't have storable goods, um, you're not paying attention. Here's a little quick rundown on this. I'll make a quick plug for uh, the patreon.com exclusive membership, and then we'll go ahead and get started with this. Uh, these ready hour meals meet or exceed the highest standards in the industry. This emergency food kit storage includes a food supply averaging 2,000 calories per day, uh, 118 servings with up to 25 year shelf life, resealable zipper top heavy duty four layer pouch packaging. Yeah, like it's packaged very nicely. Uh, one large 12 by 12 by 15 one fourth bucket for long-term storage. It's very durable. Uh, I hate to say it, but I definitely gave some of my reserve storable goods as like last minute Christmas presents and family members love the shit out of it because they knew what it was. Uh, it, it also contains foods grown and made in the USA. No MSG added, so you won't get that nasty black stuff when you throw it up. If you throw it up. I threw up Chinese food whenever I was doing three days in high school and it was laced with MSG. That's what happens. It's disgusting. Um, it's easy to prepare and tasty breakfasts for lunch and dinner. Oxygen absorbed, oxygen absorbers inserted into the packaging to extend shelf life. It's legit, dude. Uh, you, it's, it's legit. Definitely get it. It's good. For, you'll need it during power outages, pandemics, quarantine, camp at the cabin, supplemental meals for daily use or food shortages, like what we've talked about time and time again. I'll for sure put the link in the description bar below. So you guys can go ahead and get yourself some storable goods because if you're not paying attention, if you're not changing your diet, uh, and if you're not just gradually making better decisions and more conscious decisions in your life, being fully made aware of all these things that are going on, I'm not sure what to tell you. Uh, last little quick plug, and then we'll go ahead and get started with these topics. Join our patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive membership program. Lucas is our most recent member you guys have heard on the past recent shows uh, we are also having a member only meeting this friday 11 a.m and i feel like it's gonna be cool because we're doing it over zoom and we're on all these different platforms now we're on zoom telegram instagram right is parlor coming back i don't know me we and we're having to create all these different uh all of these different configurations to communicate with the audience because what we're seeing in live time is censorship, manipulation, social engineering. And again, this is why you heard the start of the transmission where we sat with Chase uh, and other members and said, hey, this is why we're coming up with, with this configuration to provide you guys with the, with the information uh, because they're gonna, they're gonna cut us off. I thought about this, I'll say this and I'll get into the topics with you guys. I thought about this before um, when I was on the hike earlier this morning we might have to start doing something similar to this where every Sunday, instead of fellowship and freedom, 
we have solutions. What was what was the what was the alliteration I came up with? It was like Solution Based Sunday or something like that, to where every Sunday or every other Sunday by Sunday transmission, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, we would have like a quick study group, a powerful study group where we all came together with whatever your solution is, wherever it is, uh, be it in Africa, be it in Russia, be it in China, be it in America, be it in you know wherever Europe, wherever you're at, your solution might might be beneficial for other people. And I think while it is important to be discussing these things, I also feel like we need to have kind of like a, a study session, like a study group where we talk about actual solutions, what's going on. And so we might do that with Telegram. We might do that with Blog Talk Radio. We might do that with Patreon. We might do that with YouTube. I don't know, man, because there's so many different platforms. I've got to figure out again the best way to provide you guys with the information uh, in a coherent, engaging, and relevant fashion. And so with that being said, let's go ahead and start getting into the topics with you guys. <clears throat> so, the greater reset. Uh, now, this is something I, I, I unfortunately didn't look into whenever Evan told us to do so. Evan was one of the uh, audience members like yourself that had joined our Telegram live chat one time and we had a conversation. He was talking to me about the greater reset. And so I thought, well, shucks, is he talking about, is he talking about what is this, like Anarchapoco? Is he talking about where, you know, down in Mexico, all kind of free thinking individuals, libertarians, anarchists, go down there to Acapulco and talk about, you know, how, how do we actually live free in a situation, in a society like this? I wasn't sure if that's what he was talking about, but that's kind of the angle that I'm going to come from. Uh, when we look at the Great Reset, things like the Build Back Better Agenda, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, the, the, the technocracy, the scientific dictatorship, the socioeconomic reformation, all this stuff, knowing full well that they were designed, that they're doing all this to collapse the economy, we have to think, okay, what is our purpose? What can we do? Uh, Long-time listeners of the show have definitely heard me talk about creating a pro-human renaissance-based future. Now, that sounds good on the surface, but what does that look like, right? Uh, just last week or the week before last, we had former CIA director John Brennan uh, essentially declare libertarians, religious extremists, nativists, and more as domestic terrorists. So how do we quantify and categorize what a pro-human renaissance-based future looks like underneath an administration that literally sees religion as a form of extremism? You get what I'm saying? This is the greater reset. There has been no other point in history where we have seen some of the, 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 the tyrannies that we are seeing be created. Like book burning, it's going right out the window. Memory holding, like dude, things are about to get very, very crazy because we are just giving all of our power and abdicating it to a technotronic system that's designed to rob you of your rights. And so what we have to do, and this ties into what we'll be talking about later on in the transmission, building autonomy, uh, fighting conformity with creativity, creating like a common living area, things like that, practicing self-governance. What we have to do is, again, realize what did we create the system for? That's a part of the Great Reset as well. The Great Awakening, the Great Renaissance, the Great Repentance. You see, we have to understand what our role is too in this. This is why you heard me say, I need to start creating a solution-based Sunday where we all come together and we have like a fact-based conversation on what we can do. 
uh, from having our own farmers markets to creating our own cell phone networks uh, to creating our own power exchanging systems. I'm not sure, but what needs to happen is we need to roll back some of the dependency that they've forced upon us. You see, because sad truth is the new world order is here. It's not coming. It's not like around the corner. It's it's here. It's it's literally right here. It's coming on your front door. And I mean, look, look, look at this. You guys can't see it. I don't know what the hell I'm telling you. Look at look at this. Thousands of people have begun to rally in the Michigan State Capitol to call for a return to high school sports. You literally have children rallying together, saying we want to, we just want to play. We don't want to be Greta Thunberg. We don't want to sit up over there and march for climate change. We want to play football. We want to play. We want to play basketball. We want to play soccer. We want to play, you know, uh, uh, rugby. We want to. We want to do these things. But this is where we're at. We've got to begin to reimagine a system that not only empowers the individual but limits the power of the state, dude. I think it came out over this weekend. I wasn't able to catch it, but apparently China came out saying that they're beginning to eradicate religion. There should be no other religion than the state. And how many times have I talked about that? Carrie Weather specifically of the anti-media. We talk about her all the time, how she pointed it out. There is no other dangerous religion. There is no, there is, there is no religion dangerous, no religion that is more dangerous than statism because it will not allow for you to have a religion. But again, what is the greater reset? What is the great reset? What is the great awakening? How do we get back to this point? And I, and I and I can't I can't help but keep coming back to Solution Based Sunday, and how we have to have one day where we actually fully assess like all the issues and the things that go on, and then we actually have to start creating like a system or an information based network that actually talks about solutions. Because just last week, I talked to you guys about the multi tiered uh, the multi tiered uh, uh, battle that we're so that, that we find ourselves in, right? how we have to fight the tyranny that's coming, but at the same time, create a redoubt and a safe space for the people that are, that are still coming, that are still waking up. This is a part of the great awakening. This is understanding the threat and trying to create a system that battles not just the immediate situation, the immediate issue, but battles the ideas, battles the principalities, battles the energy, you see. The greater reset, the, the, the great awakening. When you have Klaus Schwab, literally coming out saying that COVID-19 is not the issue. Humans are the issue. We're the disease. We're the virus. This is, again, a part of the act of dehumanization. You're not essential. Like, like, like they told Ashley Babbitt after they shot her in the neck. They called that woman non-essential, shot her in the neck, and then besmirched her name, calling her a domestic terrorist. They called her a called her a cutard. It's like my God, dude, this is the disgraceful, degenerate level we've gotten to, to where not only do we speak ill of the dead, but we just destroy their image. It's like my word, my word. To so know the part of the great term reset is reinvigorating the human spirit, having that pro-human Renaissance-based future, understanding that this system. It's designed to take your real rights and give you fake rights. You can be called a lady if you want to, if you're a man. Oh, but you better not worship Jesus Christ. Oh, did you want to, you wanted to cut your genitals off, huh? 
Huh. Well, you better not send your kids to school. I said, what? I said, what? what? Fucking clown world. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you, you really gotta think about how crazy uh, we are right now. The time frame that we find ourselves in. Like, uh, <laughs> I was, I was joking the other week about saying Hong Kong to people, but dude, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's gonna get kind of crazy out there. But uh, getting back into reality. A uh, quick little news blitz for you. I think a lot of people are very interested to hear about this whole GameStop uh, situation and how they have taken a blow to Wall Street, to the mainstream, to the bankers, and more. What is one thing you commonly hear me talk about in relation to Building Back Better, the Great Reset, uh, and things like this? The socioeconomic reformation. Voting with your dollars, voting with your lifestyle now. I agree with this. I agree with people organizing, coming together, practicing group economics, taking their hard-earned dollars and their trading to the system, divesting from Wall Street, divesting from the mainstream. But my friends, is that not the theme right now? Is that not what they're trying to do? When I say the socioeconomic reformation, that also means the devaluation of the dollar, the breaking of the pre-existing currency system, right? Trying to figure out a way to get Bitcoin, universal basic income, how to usher in the, technis, uh, the, the, the cashless society and more. This is it. And things like what's happening over here on Wall Street, where they're basically regulating the stock market, that's dangerous. You gotta think Trump's whole thing was like, oh man, the economy's looking very well. Joe Biden's coming in here, and I'm telling you, he's going to crash the economy. And it, 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 the sad part is, is it, it, 30, <laughs> 30 executive orders in six days, that's not the acts of a president, that's the acts of a dictator. You've got to understand where this is leading. I don't, I, I, I wish I knew more about the economy, stocks, you know, investing and stuff like that to, to, to tell you guys to do things. All I can really tell you to do is, like, be, be prepared for these type of uh collapses versus these types of booms and things like that. If I were more knowledgeable on the subject, I would definitely recommend a lot more. Um, but I remember talking about this towards the end of season 10, man, that you have ultra rich families coming together to kind of pull their resources, the Creo syndicate, to basically buy out all of these other organizations to push out Agenda 21. Uh, using corporations to release uh, advanced technology. Stuff is kind of crazy, dude. I, I know a lot of the stuff I kind of just like go on on a quick side tangent on is crazy, but dude, if if given the appropriate amount of time, I could explain it with crystal clarity. But uh, again, getting back into the Build Back Better agenda, right? This is, this, this was the code. Like, oh, oh, this was the code. Build Back Better was basically them announcing that, you know, here, here, here's, here's a better way for me to say it. Who's that nighttime host? The one with the silver hair? That old, the, the old Jewish dude that talks a whole lot of smack? Not John Stewart, not Trevor Noah. Um, Stephen Colbert doesn't have uh, white hair yet. Who's that, uh, does anybody know? Who's that one, he's, he's a late night comic that tries to pose as a, a journalist, a talk show host, I forget his name right now. 
It's not Jimmy Fallon. Uh, ah, shucks, dude. He's, he's, he's not, not Mayor. It's another one. Not Leno. He's still up. He's, is it Bill? Is it, it's not Jay Leno. It's not Mayor. Not Anderson Cooper. Uh, is it Bill Mayer? He's on, he, he's on a, what you call it? He's on Comedy Central. Andy Cohen? No, no. These are all great guesses, but, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, um, it's not Conan. You guys are, I, I appreciate you giving me advice, but it's definitely, it's not those guys. Um, I'm not sure, dude. My, not O'Brien. Is it Bill Mayer? I think it might be Bill Mayer. I think I might be messing up and you guys might be right. Okay, it's Bill Mayer. It's Bill Mayer that literally said, we got to crash the economy to get Trump out of office. I think you guys are right. I think you guys are right. I think, uh, no, I hate Tosh. Tosh.0 point, Tosh point is like AIDS. I hate that, man. Um, I think you guys are right with Bill Mayer. Yes, precisely. HBO. Boom. Bill Mayer. Yes. I love the... I love the interaction. Yes, it was Bill Mayer that said that they would have to crash the economy to get rid of Trump. That's exactly how the Build Back Better agenda works. The idea is for them to deplete all of our savings, destroy the economy, put us to a point to where we become nothing but dependent upon the state, to where the state allots us everything. Now it's not Trevor Noah. It was Bill Mayer. The audience figured it out. Thank you guys. It was Bill Mayer, for sure. <laughs> who said that we have to crash the economy in order to get rid of Trump. And on this week's podcast episode, or, or last week's podcast episode, I had played a quick clip of John Kerry, former Senator John Kerry, talking to a jobless, speaking to jobless oil and gas workers, saying, go make solar panels. But during that meeting, during that actual interview, he talks about how, quote, there are other market forces at play that forced us to push these people out. If I would have done better preparation, I might, I might have been able to find for you guys that quick clip of the oil worker actually cr basically crying uh, as he loses his job. It, 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 it's, it's, it's actually very, very sad to say, but my, my, my point behind bringing that up, Bill Mayer saying that they would crash the economy and John Kerry saying that there are other market forces taking place. This is Agenda 21. This is Agenda 2030. This is the Creo Syndicate. This is the organized collapse and reformation of the society. This is the socioeconomic reformation. This is them having a controlled collapse of the economy so that they could come together and create things like this, these, like these guardians for inclusive capitalism, like what Pope Francis came up with uh, towards the end of 2020. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, this is the agenda. This is the Build Back Better agenda. This is Agenda 2030. This is Agenda 21 and so on. This is them coming together, kind of like a literal, not even kind of, this is a conspiracy of like massive proportions and these people literally organizing to destroy, to destroy the previous world order. Like <laughs> I was listening, I was listening, I was listening to the radio and they were talking about how in mere seconds, we are wiping away like hundreds of years worth of freedoms. All, all, all in a couple seconds from 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 them from from trap from freedom to education freedom to gather freedom to express yourself freedom to like freedom to travel right they have just eradicated all of these things 
that, 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 that thousands of people have died for over like hundreds, over thousands of years to, 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 to get us to this point to what we have, to what we call free society. They have destroyed that in a matter of like moments because you're, you're non-essential, because you don't have your travel pass, because you don't have your vaccine shot. Like, again, you have to think about this. Saying the saying that the, the social contract has been broken, that's one thing. But when I talk about, again, the socioeconomic and the sociocultural and sociopolitical reformation, the collapse that's taking place, the great reset that's happening right before us, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't think people can comprehend it. Like that's, that's what trips me out. So how do I come up over here to you guys and say, hey, we have got to figure out how to peacefully and non in, a, in a non-compliant fashion fight this. We've got to be armed with the facts. We've got to be educated. We've got to be on the right. We've got to have a law behind us. We have to have so many ducks in a row to carry this out. That like I said, they're wiping away like years, like generations worth of freedoms in mere seconds. And all we can do is say, man, look at that course, Biden. Like part of the great reset, part of this active dehumanization, depopulation campaign is to tell you that you are non-essential. To say that, you know what? There will be no more humans. Excellency, uh-uh, we're throwing that out the window. Greatness, no way. Every Everybody's being lowered down to the same level. We talked about how that was uh, Trump's whole purpose as a president was to try to rise us back up to first world status. I didn't know the Bible was gonna be elected. Only for us to drop down to hopefully a second world status. We can only hope that we don't reach like a failed state status to where we have a crippling infrastructure and, and, and massive amounts of debt and inflation that like rivals Venezuela. Like this is the crazy part about reality that people don't wanna pay attention to. So yeah, no, they said that they would collapse the economy to get rid of Trump. And I would definitely have to agree. But do I believe in this Wall Street bets thing? Like, am I, do I support it? Yeah. Heck yeah, I'm down for the little man to go ahead and get power, taking it to the system. But you gotta think about how we have a system based off of debt and credit that isn't real. And when those chickens come home to roost, when that bubble pops, it's gonna be crazy. You know, <laughs> it is gonna be insane. But here, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me come back to this real quick. Because while we're still talking about the Build Back Better Reset again, the socioeconomic reformation, economic collapse, plan collapse, and so much more. Like, really think about this right here. But we put this up just before coming onto the air with you guys. Uh, it comes from Stephen Moore of the Epoch Times. They put this up February 2nd. It says Biden wants to kill 80% of America's energy. While we're talking about oil and gas workers. Like, think about this, guys. And, and, I, and I joked just last week about how there were already Biden regret, Biden voter regret memes. Um, and... That's only funny for a week until you realize we got like four years worth worth of this. And so it, it's good to have a lab, but at the same time, we've got to start figuring out uh, what we're going to do with, with all these things. How about here? Let me go ahead and get in this article and we'll continue on talking about Build Back Better and more. He told you that he was going to get rid of the, he, was, he told you he was going to 
get rid of oil and gas. And that is such a monumental statement that it, it, it literally caught us off guard. But here, let's read this and then we'll continue on. It says, when giving speeches and talking to audiences, I've often struck, oh, sorry. I've often struck, ooh, I have often been struck by how few Americans, even those who are highly educated, have any idea where the energy they use in their home or business comes from. I've asked college students where the electric power is generated and they shrug and then they point to the electric socket in the wall. The electric currents just magically come through that plug. For millennials, supporting green energy is cool and victorious. It's popular and costless. It's a costless way to save the planet until the power doesn't flow through the grid. Then laptops, hair dryers, Netflix shows, computer games, and iPhones just run out of juice. That may happen one of these days in the not too distant future. Just to ask Californians how they feel about blackouts when the sun isn't shining and the wind isn't blowing. Which brings me to President Joe Biden's take no prisoner approach to energy. The goal to kill fossil fuels. Stop the building of pipelines, enter international treaties that outlaw fossil fuel use, end drilling on federal lands, strangle the oil and gas industries with regulatory assaults. And then throw billions and perhaps trillions of tax dollars at wind and solar farms. So let's go back to the question. I asked students, how much of our energy needs today are met with fossil fuels, the so-called dirty energy? The U.S. Energy Information Administration recently released a chart showing the latest official data on U.S. energy production sources from the Department of Energy. Some 80% of all of our energy comes from oil, gas, and coal. I'll say that one more time, and then I'll continue on reading that. This comes from the Department of Energy. It says some 80% of all of our energy comes from oil, gas, and coal. If you don't think you'll be seeing a lot more of, of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez throughout this administration, I don't know what to tell you. Continuing on, it says less than 5% comes from wind and solar. Somehow, Biden's magically going to flip these percentages around in, what, 5 or 10 years? Even the federal forecasters who support renewable energy think that that is highly unlikely. I'm out here in New Mexico, and we got nothing but desert, but we also have oil and gas. And so just last week, whenever he, by the stroke of a pen, killed millions of jobs, that was felt here. We don't have a booming, uh, a booming renewable energy district, or we don't have an industry out here big for that just yet. But dude, I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of disruption that comes with that. You can't literally switch from oil and gas, 80% of your energy literally coming from like one source and then hoping that within the next five to 10 years uh, that you can magically adapt everything to green and renewable technology. While I understand that that's probably cleaner and safer and things like this, remember what I was talking about earlier about hundreds of thousands of thousands of years of worth of freedom being fought for, just being gone in the stroke of a pen? That's kind of how society works and how our economy and how our infrastructure works. We have, we, we've reached this point from the third, uh, from the industrial revolution, to cars, to things like this and more. We gradually and naturally evolved to this point. There were some kind of, you know, strange things that happened throughout history, like Nikola Tesla, uh, Thomas Edison and more that, that reached us to this point, electricity and the manipulation thereof, and even science to a degree, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, we reached this point through gradual evolution for us to try to basically shift our entire society 
in five to 10 years, there's gonna be a lot of bad things taking place. Uh, I mean, like, think about it. This is a better, like, this is, this is a good example. Wasn't Detroit like the Mecca for like manufacturing cars? And then what happened? Detroit went to crap. No, like industries left Detroit and out of nowhere, it just began to depreciate. And so if our entire, this is me just kind of being like facetious, just trying to come up with something real quick, coming up with like a quick metaphor, a quick, uh, just, just something to have a quick comparison. If America is Detroit, what happens whenever nobody else is producing cars here in America, whenever we're no longer dependent upon oil and gas and things like this and so on? If he kills 80% of our energy, we're gonna to have to be forced to begin rationing energy, right? We talked about this just last year uh, with California and how they began to ration energy because of the brownouts and things like that. Now the, power, the California Power, Gas and Electric, how they got their lawsuit, things like this. That's California. That's because of a fire. Could you imagine an entire nation beginning to have to ration energy? But we're building back better. To, 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 to pre-pandemic status, it's like, this is that bullshit. Do Biden over here is literally about to gut, destroy, and sell out the country, all in the name of social justice virtue signal, and we, we, we can never go back to the, uh, never go back. Like, precisely, Melly Starshine says gas prices will go up. It'll literally get to a point to where you're only able to have a car if you're a rich person. Like, whatever, like, I'll say this and get back into the article and try to get back into these topics with you guys. <laughs> a couple of years ago, whenever I first stumbled upon Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, you know, Codex Alimentarius, Rex 84, and all this stuff, I made like a quick, small, four or five piece documentary called Building the Matrix. And in Building the Matrix, I was tripping out reading how these sons of guns want to move you out of your land into the city to where they can rob you of your rights. They want to criminalize cheeseburgers, babes in bikinis, fast cars, and all kinds of cool stuff. And I was like, man, that's crazy. You want to try to chastise cheeseburgers? You want to try to chastise like America? I love steaks. And now you have the vegan movement. You know, now you have feminists that say that's toxic masculinity. You know, and now you have Biden wanting to kill 80% of America's energy. Let me get back into this. It says, even if Biden were able to quadruple American production of green energy over the next decade, a huge undertaking, we will be meeting about 25% of our power needs. Where will we get the other 75% of electric power and transportation fuels? Battery operated vehicles such as Tesla's and Chevy Volt's need electric power to recharge those massive batteries. As we produce less oil and gas domestically, two bad things will happen. First, gas prices will go rising up rapidly, like you guys pointed out, perhaps to even $4 a gallon. Prices have already started to rise at the pump to more than 2.5 or 250 a gallon in many markets. Second, we will make up for the lost domestic energy production by importing more energy from Saudi Arabia, Russia and OPEC nations. We will reverse the energy independence achieved under the former President Donald Trump for dependency on OPEC nations under Biden. This certainly isn't good for the US economy and jobs here at home, but it's great news for the Saudi oil sheiks, Russia's Vladimir Putin and the communists in Beijing, all of whom are going to make out like bandits. They can't believe their good fortune.
they can't believe it. And so let me pause right there. Because enter the robots. Enter the robots. Just like that. You know what? You humans, y'all are so risk prone. You, I might have to pay, what's it called? Workers comp if you hurt yourself. You know what? Bring in the drones. Bring in the robots. You know what? Work from home. Go ahead and control the drone from your home. We don't even want you to come into our facilities. You dirty, disgusting human. You might have COVID. God, I bet this guy doesn't even wear his mask. You, you, you see you see where this is going? You see how they virtue signal clean energy like it's the most marvelous thing. And, and you got to think about it. I'm the, I guess I grew up in the 90s. I'm a 90s baby. So, you know, they always... They said that America worships God, guns, oil, and drugs. And so whenever we got rid of guns and oil, where do you think where do you think that leaves us? Nothing but drugs. <laughs> Nothing but drugs. Uh, and I know that's a play on words, but that's me saying like everybody understands that America is oil. What is Texas? What is Colorado? What is what is New Mexico, right? This is what we do. You get rid of that. We're not energy independent. We're not even like a leader in that. We might like nickel. We, we, we might like Elon Musk's Teslas. That's cute. We might like Priuses, but that's not how the world works. Or at least that's not how America works. But again, you've got to think about it. The collapse. This is why you've got, again, John Kerry saying that you need to just go ahead and start switching to oil. This is again, a part of the technocratic consolidation of power. This is them literally moving from the old world order into the new world order at, 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 at by, by leaps and bounds, really. Um, and I think that's why it's got so many people shook. Like, again, just last week, we talked about how Biden said that he was going to replace the entire government fleet of 650,000 cars and trucks with electric vehicles. Like, like this is some light switch economy. <laughs> like, we could just do that, bro. It's like you... We are we are in for such a uh, such a very very interesting time. Um, I had played the clip on the podcast just last week as well of uh, Hanson Robotics coming up with a mass rollout for healthcare workers, for teachers, for things like this, uh, and for people who don't know, Hanson Robotics is the people who created the Sophia robot. Uh, who recently was given rights, I think, in 2018 by by uh, by Saudi Arabia. Uh, actually, before women actually got the right to vote, they gave Sophia, a robot, the right. It's actually very, very sick. Uh, but this is, again, what I mean by the dehumanization, by the active depopulation that's going on. You're not essential, but we need to hurry up and begin to roll those robots out. You see how that works? Like here, let me, to, to, to touch back up on this article they were mentioning, uh, transportation and things like this. And I had talked about how in our Building the Matrix documentary a couple of years ago, uh, we had mentioned how they want to criminalize fast cars, bikinis, babes, burgers, all that good stuff. It'll, it'll get to a point to where it costs too much to own a car. That's why they're pushing for public transportation. That's why they're pushing for, 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 the elimination of private property and so much more. I didn't get around to, uh, to, to catching it, but Klaus Schwab actually said that, that that is a part of the Great Reset, that that is a part of the Build Back Better agenda COVID-19, the Great Reset, right? That they want you to own nothing 
and they want you to love it. That is the ultimate communist goal, to say that, you know what, look at you. You are not allowed to own anything. You're not allowed to have property. You're not allowed to have privacy. You're not allowed to have family. You're not allowed to have any of these things. Because again, we talked about it just last, uh, just last year. If a gun and a sword and a bow and arrow and a mace and an ax and things like this, a weapon represents self-determination, what does a car represent? What does private property represent? You see how they're already getting rid of privacy. But here, let me, let me kind of shift gears a little bit with you guys. Let me kind of shift gears um, talking about something a little bit different. It's, it, 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 it's, it's more or less in the, in the vein of the great awakening, the greater reset that's taking place. I had talked about it towards the end of the podcast episode last week. Texas, right here. Texas representative introduces a bill that would let residents vote on seceding from the U.S. This is an article by Cassandra Fairbanks. I put this up. January 26th over there on the Gateway Pundit. And before I get into this, I'm literally just gonna to talk to you guys about secession. Like this is where we're at. Um, and I don't mean like full blown civil war secession. I think secession is the peaceful way to kind of navigate a lot of this type of stuff. But this is again in the vein of self-governance, of, 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 of uh, self-governance, of self-determination, of group economics and so much more. Like this is, this is, this has got to be injected because what it basically means is we see where this, where this level of compliance and capitulation will take us. And we are literally saying that if you do not begin to retract some of your actions, we have nothing but secession left to do. Um, let me read a little bit of this and then I'll get into this topic of what I'm really trying to say, ways to develop common living areas. Um, like I said, this comes from Cassandra Fairbanks. They put this up January 26th. It's from the Gateway Pundit. It says Texas representative, or Texas State Representative Kyle Biederman introduced a bill on Tuesday that would allow Texans to vote on seceding from the United States. House Bill 1359, otherwise known as the Texas Independence Referendum Act, would let residents vote on if the Texas legislature should create a joint interim committee to create a plan for independence for the state. In a press release provided to the great to the Gateway Pundit, the Texas Nationalist Movement explained that, quote, the bill would give Texans an opportunity to head to the polls in November of 2021 and start the process of reasserting our status as an independent nation. If the people vote in favor, the bill provides for the establishment of a committee to begin working on a transitional plan, which would address all the issues related to decoupling from the federal government. Pause. decoupling from the from the federal government. Now, what did I say earlier at the start of the show that former CIA director John Brennan called libertarians, anarchists, religious extremists, nativists, authoritarians, fascists, called all them folks domestic terrorists. They had created an unholy union of domestic terrorists that's a far, that's a couple, that's two shakes of a lamb sail away from a criminal. What I'm trying to say is this system has accrued so much power that it's beginning to literally criminalize and demonize and wage war upon its citizens. And so free thinking individuals who have common sense 
know where this is going, and they're beginning that process of Brexit, of Texit, of, again, decoupling from the federal government. Now, the topic right here is ways to develop common living areas. Ways to develop common living areas. Just last week on the podcast episode, I told you good people that going forward, we have got to begin to realize that it's no longer the left and the right, that it is truly the system against the people. Like, whether you're Antifa, whether you're Black Lives Matter, whether you're Proud Boys or Boogaloo or whatever comes by it, by any means necessary, it don't matter what kind of flag you fly. Like former CIA Director John Brennan said, you're a terrorist. You're an extremist. We're coming after you. They're, they're, the, true, they're the true enemy. Sorry. It has always been the left and the right against the state, right? But because people want to have petty motherfucking divisive law, like lines and shit, that's how they get you. They categorize you. They say, oh, look, you see how this group doesn't like that group? You shouldn't like these guys because they act that way. Why the hell are you telling me who how to think in the first place? Fuck out of here. But see, this is the problem. We don't think like that. We don't think, okay, how can these people be an asset? How can these people cover this battle over here? How can these people keep these people in check over here? We think, well, I got to I gotta attend to just my box and, and that's it. The question is this. Ways to develop common living areas. Like last year it tripped me out kind of having a thought of 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 martial law sharia law noahide laws and stuff like that but if we if we move forward with this like secessionary secession theory this breakaway civilization this compartmentalization of society and so much more the socio-cultural reformation and everything else I'm, i'm 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 telling you that it'll get to a point to where they to where they have like sanctuary states or sanctuary cities or constitutionally uh, oriented communities and things like this and uh sharia uh, uh, what's it, what's it called what's it called where you have like you have like no-go zones to where people have like no-go zones and things like this uh but again these are all forms of practicing self-governance you want a better example you saw a little bit of it just just last year jazz chop what antifa did if you don't think, again, that they're going to begin to occupy certain spaces to do this, to hold down their levels, to hold down their area, you're not paying attention. But the question is, how do you develop common living areas? I don't know, man. I, this, this is what you've really got to think about. Some of the cities are beginning to collapse in front of your eyes. We're still wondering whether or not Flint has clean water. A couple presidencies later, is <laughs> like, hey... Hey, hey, Grip, hey, 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 Whitmer, hey, Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, stop patrolling your street, you, you, stop policing your citizens and give the kids of Flint, Michigan, some clean fucking water. Let the kids play. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> we already have like a failing infrastructure happening. We have a great, we, we have a, a, a migration from both coasts into greater America because of all these politics, because of all the things that are taking place. You've got you've got Can- uh, uh, California somewhat collapsing. You've got New York somewhat collapsing, massive amounts of death. Where are these people moving to? Where are they moving to? They're moving to places where they don't have to abide by that nonsense. But see, this is why you, again, gotta be aware of the political aspect. 
because these people bring their culture with them. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm trying to say, while they left something, this is the only thing that they know. And unless we have people who actually represent these areas, these states, these cultures, however you want to live it appropriately, you're just going to gradually begin to, 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 to convert. That's also a part of this whole secession theory. Um, you're going to have different states have their own proclamations of independence, their own declarations of independence, because, because stuff is going to get crazy. Like, we should not have California, Chicago, Michigan, and New York basically all sync up to literally go against, uh, what you call it, to go against the president. Last year, you saw the introduction of that to where you literally saw rogue governors who were like, you know what? I know we're supposed to be the United States, but I'm gonna to begin to divide them. And if you don't think that these states have begun to replicate what they've seen, last year was just the beginning. I can tell you myself, the stuff that they're doing out here in New Mexico is akin to California. Our governor is a, some, is a something else. And she's trying to follow in the steps, in the steps of, 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 of Newsom. But don't you worry, my friends, there are people fighting to get her deposed. And so this is where we've got to move forward to. We've got to actually have this conversation of how to develop common living areas. I kind of let it slip that, you know, I'm privy to some conversations and bug out plans, which include X amount of acres to where if this ever does happen, we migrate there. But this is also, everything I'm talking about is self-governance. That's why the best thing I can do is talk to you about Chaz, CHOP, that stuff that happened there, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or, 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 or the Capitol Hill uh, Occupied Protest. You see, that's what it is. And they, 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 they really couldn't say anything about it uh, because, not only because they greenlighted it, but because they wanted to use it for future things. I mean, just before coming onto the air, I was reading, I think from Science at the Time, how Antifa has begun to occupy a hotel occupying like a hotel and saying that they need rooms for the homeless. And so it's, it, 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 it trips me out because you're already seeing this kind of, this real insurrection, this real separate secession theory uh, in live time, but they're keeping it under wraps right here. Antifa activists occupy hotel in Washington state capital demanding shelter for homeless. Oh, that's very, that's very noble of them. If it were true, because they're homeless. <laughs> but um, yeah, an activist group calling itself OLY Housing Now is claiming to have occupied 17 rooms of a Red Lion Hotel on Capitol Way, on Capitol Way in downtown Olympia, Washington, according to a news release issued by the group. At 11 a.m., police received multiple calls to 911 from hotel employees who said that individuals entered the lobby armed with knives axes and batons one employee was allegedly assaulted when they attempted to close the doors according to an olympia police department spokesman spokesperson got to be gender neutral here uh, according to the olympian approximately 35 people are processing inside and outside the hotel around 12 p.m sunday the group assembled at, a near, at the nearby sylvester park then marched to the hotel <laughs> like it, it, it trips me out because these guys can occupy a hotel for multiple days, but you know, since but but conservatives going to the Capitol have them being declared insurrectionists and seditionists, being identified by by facial recognition technology 
and then like routed out, deplatformed, fired, and then essentially just like thrown into a gulag. Like this is crazy to me. So yeah, no, we have got to learn to develop common living grounds. We've got to learn to build autonomy and practice self-governance, but not like that. That's criminal shit. What, 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 what that's going to lead to is crimes. What that's going to lead to is uh, more destabilization. Oh, that's crazy. Got to get uh, that person out of there talking that nonsense, you know, because in like here, at the, let me let me explain that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm saying I support the, the works of Antifa, but I don't want to get into the double standard mindset. What I'm saying is occupy a space that you legally and lawfully have obtained. Do not run into buildings and carry on in this capacity because that's how they'll get you. And so these people, unfortunately, will have the law thrown to them. But what I'm trying to say as a lesson for all of us is that this type of this type of structure is what's what's got to get done for the future. Um, and sooner rather than later, like I'm not telling people to pick up and run to the mountains. I'm not telling people to, you know, pull your money together and buy a plot of land. But what I am telling you is that if and when we do launch the solution-based Sundays or Saturdays, whatever day we choose, that we are going to have that fierce conversation on how to build autonomy and practice in self-governance. When I'm telling you to organize committees and groups, like this is the future. Um, I don't want to give away too much information and too much na-na-na, but here locally, there are, here, you know what, here, here's a better way for me to explain it. I'll, I'll talk about it in, in the terms of a nerd, in terms of like a video game or like a MMORPG, a massive multiplayer online RPG, something like that, right? You need your wizard class, you need your warrior class, you need your heal class, and then you need your, your ranged damage class, right? You need people who can do a massive amount of damage but can't go right, right up there to the building. You need people that that organize committees, right? That identify the different bills, the legislators. You you understand people that can call your that can call your senators, reach out to the politicians, figure out how to trap these different, uh, how to trap the globalist policies in their place, right? And then at the same time, you need a warrior class. You need militia members. You need protesters. You need activists. You need door-to-door uh, uh, -door campaign people, right? You need those people that are out there on the field. And then you also need your healing class. You need doctors. Uh, you need lawyers. You need a uh, 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 was. You need people that can do bake sales. Uh, you need all kinds of different people for this 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 thing that we're going up against. Those are just three classes right there. You also need your ranged kind of damage class people over there. You need people that can still attack the system. That can still you know. Uh, put a thumb in Joe Biden's eye that can try to wake people up, you know, that can still try to leave breadcrumbs. You need multiple people that are able to handle different aspects of this onslaught because there's no way that one individual can 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 fix this. This is self-governance, choosing to align an actual into uh, align yourself to an actual idea and then adjust your role accordingly. Whenever you have a system, 
literally giving you your ideology, saying, hey, you're black, therefore you may like this and this is what you need to do, right? That's bullshit because they're giving you your identity. You're not discovering who you are through adversity. And so what you really like, I hope that quick breakdown made sense. Just the, the different type of roles whenever you're dealing with this battle that we're going up against. Uh, so no, learn to build autonomy, practice self-governance, fight conformity with creativity and learn to begin to resist groupthink. Like this is the problem because people don't think for themselves. They don't know what their resources are, what their skills are, what traits they might have. They just, they dissociate. You know what, here, because I think we're, 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 we're I don't want the timer to pop down, but I feel like it will. And so what we're gonna do is take a quick break. And then we, when we come back, I'm gonna pick up on this. I'm gonna pick back up on this. Hopefully people join us in the Telegram chat and we'll also do like a, uh, 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 we'll do like a telegram and then we'll also do like an Instagram to where guests can join us on telegram and guests can join us on Instagram. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're talking again about self-governance, building autonomy, political refugees, layers of reality interpretation. And again, people practicing dissociative behavior and why mindfulness and conscious thinking is the, is, is the future, that pro-human renaissance-based future. So we're gonna take a quick little five or five minute break, two to three to four, five minute break. And then we're gonna come back uh, with guests and more. Before I close out, I wanna say, join our Telegram chat. Join the Telegram chat. We had Chase, who's back in? We've, we had Chase join us earlier uh, and kick, kick some knowledge about wars that we're entering into. Um, and it's also an easier way for multiple people to join in at the same time i mean shucks if if people joined into the telegram chat and you guys started having like a conversation i would shut up and let you guys converse and i wish that would be the way that it is uh, but unfortunately we can't do that with, with with instagram you can do that with telegram and so i want you guys to do that join our telegram chat hop into the, the freedom faction post chat we have a live audio chat where you guys can converse uh, we'll be doing that in the second segment as well as you guys on Instagram Live uh, on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. If you've been offended, your feelings must be defended. The freedom of expression is a microaggression. Here comes Angela Freddy. He's always ready to fight fascism with fascism. Starbucks windows don't stand a chance. Ethic enhancer. He's a systematic racism finder. Understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war. 
then you have precious little time to save yourself. process which we call active measures the first stage being demoralization it takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation the next stage is destabilization what matters is essentials economy foreign relations defense systems the next stage is crisis with a violent change of power structure and economy period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. time bomb is ticking but every second the disaster is coming closer and closer the danger is real in a world where secret powers are at play where nothing is as it seems one brand of clothing gives crusaders of truth a voice one brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. We are live in three, two, one. You know what? We are going to go ahead and get things started because we have guests that have joined us in our Telegram. What? Jeff Bezos has stepped down. That's crazy. I'll touch on that here shortly, uh, but I want to say salutations, everyone that has joined us. Salutations, my friends. We are simulcasting right now. We are also on Telegram. Uh, I want to take this time to tell you guys to join our telegram because that's the cat's meow right now uh you guys can join our telegram it's freedom faction freedom underscore faction just like it is on instagram uh, and when you join our telegram you will have access to our post chat where 
you can listen to the audio portion of what we're doing right now. Uh, and the reason I say that is because everybody's always moving. Yes, sometimes people want to tune into live transmissions. And whenever you join our Telegram chat, uh, you can literally join through audio and be a part of the transmission. It is the second segment. So we're going to be joined by our guests, you, the audience that's listening. Um, and because we are simulcasting on Telegram, we'll have Telegram guests and we'll also have Instagram guests. Um, this is why I'm pointing you guys in the direction of Telegram because I really want this feature to, 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 to mesh well. Um, we're going to be doing more things like this to again diversify the content because you guys deserve it. And that's the whole plan. Um, I said this in the previous segment and I'll say this throughout the entirety of the year or at least until they kick us off. I don't think we have much longer here and that's why we're doing this. Uh, I said this before the, before the break, before we started season 11, that this is part of the platform migration coming up with different configurations so we can again get the information out there to you guys. Um, and if this doesn't take off or something happens to Telegram, we have an, a, another plan on top of that. Uh, but so far, I like being able to have the live with you guys, oh, have the live with you guys, uh, and at the same time, being able to communicate with our audience. Uh, so if you guys wanna be a part of our Telegram chat, do so. Go on to Telegram, type in freedom underscore faction, uh, join the most recent chat, the post, freedom faction post chat, and join us. Uh, we already have one of our returning guests, Kalinda, who has joined our Telegram chat. Do you wanna say hey to the audience real quick, Kalinda? Hi, everybody, it's me, Kalinda. <laughs> Can you guys hear her? I'm, ha I'm happy to be back. <laughs> Oh, I'm always happy when people join. Can you guys hear us? Can you guys hear Kalinda, guys? Boop, 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 boop. Uh, I think people are. Uh, I think uh, Rebecca is only there, but she was picking up her child. So uh, yes. I'm the only one at Telegram at the moment. But I also uh, sent you a request on Instagram. So. All right, cool. So people... Rebecca can hear Kalinda, you guys can hear Kalinda, and everybody's, everything's copacetic, heck yeah, that's the way I want it. All right, um, well, did you want to, did you want to, we left off talking about mindfulness and other topics that we're going to get into, people uh, practicing disassociative behavior. Uh, Kalinda, did you want to say something before we jump back into the topics real quick? Um, can you rephrase it? <laughs> can you rephrase it? <laughs> Um, I, but in the previous segment, I was talking about how it's kind of dystopian seeing people with masks, uh, shades and headphones in, because it's like, how do we, how do we reach people, uh, who are like this? And so I feel like that kind of, that mindset is making people practice dissociative behavior. Did you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, actually, I'm I'm happy uh, being back again because I uh, recently started a project around uh, this, and uh, it's about uh, picking up the mask on the streets. Uh, and I started doing it, and uh, yeah, it's, it makes uh, it makes people aware of their environment. Uh, I was able to start make uh, taking making them taking action. And 
uh, empower. Uh, yeah, it was really empowering, and also, um, yeah, it, it gave them a, a feeling of freedom again because it was something that they are able to control. So now I'm at the moment after a month of feeling really, I really needed to purge a lot of things. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, I'm organizing my new uh, exhibition and project, which Good. is um, be, the, be the Solution Revolution <laughs> exhibition. Good. So, and this is also where I wanted to ask you uh, maybe later on, on uh, where we can, uh, I can, I really, um, I need your help because the only thing that I, I need at this moment is I need uh, pictures of masks that people find on streets. Just okay. simple, uh, you know, a mask on the street because in this way I am reversing the symbol symbolism that they are using against us to suppress us and dehumanize us, etc. And um, yeah, and by making this big and also global uh, I'm, I want, you know, the government also, and all, and especially the people, because fascism is not something that fascists are, are creating, but it's uh, the people who are complying are creating the fascism that we don't want. So in this way, I am uh, reversing the symbolism. So, yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> and there are uh, different artists. Yeah, there are different. Thank you. So there were there are already different artists who are work, making an, an art piece uh, of it. So I want, you know, this them face masks on the streets. I want to uh, make it visual the mass of it. You know the the amount of masks, and that when you see one mask, you think okay, it's only one mask. But if we can make it like a lot of masks. You know, then we can see one problem, and, and it's also if we are not able to to stand up against this face mask, we are we will not be able to stand up. Yes. Uh, later on, you know, when so this is, I found a way for people to stand up, take action, take care of their environment, and also pick up your fucking trash because we need to reparent ourselves. You know, our yes. inner child. Like if we if we cannot even handle this problem like picking up the trust that we are creating we will never be able to to yeah find a solution for anything else in the world <laughs> you know so i found out what start with one simple thing that we all can agree on like it doesn't matter if you are uh, if you believe in the virus or not it doesn't matter uh, if you want to, uh, to get vaccinated or something else but this is what i found something <laughs> That can unite us, you know, in the in this in the short term. Well, let me and, let me speak and, on that real quick yeah. because I, I I definitely feel like yeah. you're onto something. And people like yeah, what I'm hearing you say makes me think of like social challenges. People don't see how to a degree it's not the government like enforcing like the mask mandates and all this other stuff. It's your fellow citizens. It's these corporations. Mm -hmm. It's the small businesses. It's the culture of compliance that's got us to this point. And so when we think of like a exactly. culture of revolution or a culture of resistance, we think of like guns out there in the streets, Molotov cocktails, burning buildings down. And that's Antifa. That's not what we do. What you're doing is the uh -huh. way that we should be going about this. A gradual, a, a, a gradual, natural re rejection to what they're putting and using what they're doing 
as the actual symbol of rebellion. Because you're saying, hey, look at these toxic masks. Not only, do, not only are they being littered around the entire world, but look at how, how we treat these things. You're taking their symbol and throwing it back in their face. And I feel like that's definitely what we need to start yes. doing more of. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, no, we will uh, see. That's the type of stuff that I'm looking for for Solution Based Sunday. So definitely keep that in mind. What I'm going to do is uh -huh. jump back into these topics. And then whenever we open up the lines to, 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 to get more people in, we'll have you pop back in. Great, great. Then I can um, share it with others because it's, yeah, I, I just need people to make the pictures, grab the mask and decompose them. So, uh, and at the end, a lot of artists like fashion uh, designers are able, I will, yeah, wash them and they were uh, they will make uh yeah you know fashion so we can i want to create to show also the children that face masks are not uh, normal yeah. but i want to show the children because you know my place my gallery uh it's a playground for adults right and i made a picture of uh the mess in uh yeah in the toy like a sandbox the blue one and it's you we really have to ask ourselves what is it that you don't want your children to play with in the playground if you if you make children uh yeah make uh, let them play with face masks you don't want that because it's it's against their nature right and uh and also now it's masks but later on uh, there will be injections if you see if you see the the fee word, you know the the solution uh, they want. Just so you really have to see their solution compared or inside a playground, you know. I'm just going to interject real quick. I held it up to the uh, to the uh, to the Instagram live audience. Uh, this is a study from Research uh -huh. Square. It says uh, this is just to your point. Uh, masks harm kids. 68 percent of parents report alarming psychological and physical problems in first of its kind study. Uh, and this is the study that I'm hanging up here to you guys. This is a, uh, it comes out of Germany. They're literally doing like a countrywide study on how masks adversely affect people. And so it's good that you're using the mask as, 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 as a vehicle uh, to communicate with people because deep down, and this is kind of what leads me into what I'm going to be talking about here with the audience here shortly, deep down, people know that COVID is a hoax, that they know they're being shammed. Like they don't want to wear the masks anymore. They're over it. It's a joke. Like they don't, but, but but they don't know where to go from there. And so what you're doing is is integrating that social, cultural, and creative aspect into rebellion. People think that we only need to do things in like a political or in a demonstrative way when when small acts of rebellion is the way to go. And so I gotta I gotta I gotta jump back into these topics, Kalinda. But I'll definitely hop. I'll, I'll definitely top on you here in a second. Okay. Okay, great. What's, what's up, bro? Oh, what's going on, Lucas? <laughs> now I can talk. Did you fit? You figured it out? Yeah, man. Good. Here. Yes. Give me, give me two seconds. Let me, let me give tell me the audience the questions real quick. And then I'll, uh, and then I'll, I'll get your opinion on stuff. All right. All right. 
So, right. so I'm a, can you guys mute yourself real quick? This this feedback is crazy. Oh man, sorry, sorry guys. We are doing live editing and live production at the same time. We're all in this together. Um, look at that, dude. Look at that, man. Look at this. We have figured. I feel like that is so cool. We have like people over here in the chat. We got people over here like in the in the live chat. Like that's super cool. I know nobody thinks it's anything, but I think it's like a massive level up and a flex for us as an operation. So let me fly through some of these topics. I'll get Lucas on, and then we'll try to get like an Instagram guest on. Holy crap. Um, yeah, so before the break, we were talking about learning to build autonomy, practicing self-governance, and so much more. Kind of what kind of what Kalinda was talking about is practices, practicing self-governance, saying that we're going to disobey, we're going to be disobedient, but in a civil and respectful way. We're not going to burn buildings. We're not going to destroy windows. We're just going to have small art galleries where there aren't masks. And where we're going to shut, where we're going to highlight uh, the effects of masks, the, the the adverse effects, both socially, culturally, and biologically. And I feel like that's self-governance. That's a form of, of, of rebellion. Again, small acts of rebellion is where we're at at this point. This is guerrilla warfare. Learning to build autonomy, fighting conformity with creativity, resisting groupthink. Uh, I had wanted to get into political refugees when I was breaking down the secession movement and how this 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 social culture the sociocultural revolution that's taking place is going to create that uh, i had mentioned in the previous segment how there are people from california and uh, new york migrating to places like texas because well they're political refugees uh, you've also got people like uh, 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 not not elon musk oh, shucks uh, wikileaks uh, wikileaks julian assange who is also a political refugee. You've got them detaining people as well. This is all stuff you need to talk about. Um, layers of reality interpretation. This is something I had talked about with one of our Telegram members, Aminette. She was talking, a, a grandmother, she was talking about how she was following the page and how there are different people in her family that she can only have so many different types of conversations with. Uh, Again, layers of reality interpretation. Some people want to talk about sports. Some folks want to talk about Gucci. Some people want to talk about uh, uh, music and things like this. Other people actually want to talk about court reality. I'd like to get into that if you guys have time. Uh, practicing People practicing disassociative behavior. Another thing I brought up with, with, with Kalinda. Uh, mindfulness and being conscious of how you communicate. Those are a couple of the topics I'd like to get into with you guys. Uh, and so with that being said, Lucas, my friend, how do, how do you feel about, how are you first and foremost, and uh, how do you feel about all these things, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. And bro, I sent you a messenger talking that it's crazy that I was watching some of your old videos from like February you speaking up like saying hey people listen out like this is happening in china but it's gonna come from here and it's crazy man see this all happening you know like bro china is the model that's the trippy thing is china is yeah. the model so when you've got beijing biden over there saying he's about to sell us out look at what they're doing yeah. like just just i don't know if you saw uh in the news they're doing anal swabs in china bro and you've got to think about the violation of human rights. Like, the, 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm interjecting. Uh, no, no, you're right, man. It's crazy because I'm watching this and thinking like this, this can come to Brazil too, like, yes. because that's, that's because we like copy everything from America, man. And America used to be like uh, this role model, but now it's copying China. Like, don't make any sense, man. It is, crazy, man. it is, dude. It's sad, and I hear you. Like this is, we have yeah. so, we have so many people from all over the world that have, that have a faith in us that generationally I feel like we're letting down. Like people see us as what we were, we're supposed to be the gold standard of freedom, and we're just handing it away. I was freaking out in the last segment on how we're just giving away generations of freedom, freedom to freedom to gather, freedom to educate, freedom to express yourself, freedom of religion, all because of the name of a virus. And you got to think the rest of the world's watching us capitulate to this. And we're that that in and of itself is demoralizing. So no, I, I hear you. This is why in this position that I'm in, I'm trying to provide as many different solutions to all of these different problems, hoping that again, people begin to pick these things up, replicate this model and fight globalism in their own area because it's 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 trippy. It's 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 exactly. it's scary because things is uh, escalate too quickly, man. Like they there was about like oh wearing a mask, but now it's like three masks, like five masks. Oh my what god! The fuck oh my god! Oh. Like I never see someone with three masks, but if I if I see the three man, I gonna I don't know, man. If I is a guy gonna punch in the face, I don't know. <laughs> but it's crazy, man. <laughs> don't punch but, him in like, the face. You, you don't deserve to be alive. I don't know, like stupid. It 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 does worry me, man. Because again, these are. And you got to think. Some people are doing this because they don't know what else to do. Like, they they exactly. they think they're they being follow orders from like the government without asking, like what what this shit is about, like what this is the intention, like. Why he's doing this? Nobody asking no, nothing anymore, man. And it's, it's sad. That's what I was saying by see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Put the mask on, put some headphones in, put shades on, and act like none of this is happening. And that's the problem. But at the same time, we talked about the solution. Kalinda came in and said, listen, we need to have exhibitions. We need to have small acts of disobedience where we take this to them. Because that's the thing, people exactly. people don't see that there are solutions, that there's another culture to this. They, 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 they either course, see it man. as a dissident. It used to be normal, like uh, 20 years ago, like, I don't know how many years ago. But like, what, what, what gets me sad, man, it's like the life that my mom raised me, like the life we used to know, it's disappearing, man. And this is sad for me, you know, because I want to have child. I have like 20, 27 years old, and I'm thinking about, God damn it, what's gonna be the world that my my child's gonna be, man? Like it's crazy, brother. All I can say on that is, I'll t I let's talk Friday because my lady's pregnant. We're expecting in September, and some of these questions, I shoot I shoot the exclusive number straight, bro. Like I'm worried about a fair amount of this stuff, and yet. I can't do anything about so much. All I can do is fight the battle that I'm in. Yeah. Help help progress future by procreating, by having a child, by moving forward. But at the same time saying, hey, this is, I, I can only do so much. I can't control everything. 
and this was the life that was given to me. We have to provide something better for our family. So I'll definitely talk more about that this week, this on Friday with you, because exactly. it, it does worry me, man. Um, but did, closing thoughts: Did you want to do you want to say something to the audience real quick, and then I'm gonna pull in like an Instagram member? Yeah, of course. No, just like man, I was thinking about like this this AOC in user. This lady's crazy, man. Like the. And she's saying like we need to put uh, Trump supporters in like re-education uh, camps. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like, and she need. <laughs> I saw like an interview. She's speaking like, oh, we need to double, triple the fund. Like, we don't have fund for this. Like, and this she's talking about this, and I'm gonna look to to her IG, and she has like nine and uh, nine million people following her, bro. Like, people think that she's a good person. Like. It's so crazy, so nuts. To, to your point, but, here's a here's a quick article headline to underline what Lucas is saying. It comes from World Net Daily. They put this up January 18th. AOC calls for more funding to de-radicalize Trump supporters. He's he's precisely right. Uh, after casting President Trump and his supporters as white supremacists and conspiracy theorists for the past four years, the most prominent member of the far left quote squad in the U.S. House thinks it's time to pour more money into the efforts to quote de-radicalize and quote, deprogram that population. So Lucas is definitely right. These people are outright saying that they want to reprogram you. Like I know, and I was saying this all in 2020, dude, that Joy Behar and Joy Behar of The View and Hillary Clinton called anti-lockdown protesters in Michigan, uh, domestic terrorists. That was them last year. This year, they're like, you know what? All of you, and I posted about it, is all of you white Republican males need to be de-radicalized and deprogrammed. I kid you not. Like I, I covered it last week on the show, and so it is terrifying. I'm not white, clearly, but if they're yeah, starting with white people, bro, where does it end? And if no one stands up for anybody, the, yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's like they they start like. They gonna put put us with this Trump like white white supremacy Trump uh, supporters like even the even don't we we don't we we are not just people man but they don't care they just wanna like fucking disappear with people that they are question they are make those questions man that's the crazy it is so crazy. yeah man Let's I'm gonna I'm gonna have uh, we talk more about uh, on Friday man. Sounds like a plan. I'm gonna go ahead and get an ex, uh, get an, ex, uh, an Instagram yeah, member on. You, Always good talking with you, bro. Be safe. Yeah, me you too. Look at that, guys. How cool is that? Look at that. So we we are we've already had two guests on uh, on our Telegram. We actually have Simi, who's in our Telegram chat as well. I'm definitely tempted to say hello. Oh, uh, Rebecca's also ready, but I I. I also want to get somebody on from Instagram. I'm so super excited with Telegram talking that I am neglecting our Instagram audience, our viewer-based audience. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and join us to talk about some of the topics you've heard us talk about here, or you want to interject something into the conversation, please do so. Join via uh, via our Instagram, and we will get the chat. Um, if not, we'll go ahead and. Get some of these people over here on Telegram on. 
Uh, Only Holy asks, what is Telegram? What's the Telegram? It's Freedom Faction, Freedom underscore Faction. And you can see that we have a post chat attached to it. Um, and that's what you hear. You hear our uh, members on our Telegram chat joining us. And boy, are they informed. Boy, are they powerful. And boy, are we turning into something awesome. So yeah, no. Uh, what Lucas is saying is true. And that's what's so crazy because Lucas is saying the other side of the coin that Kalinda is saying that there is this problem. We need to come together. Organization is going to look a little bit different. But if we don't start now, we're not going to have any semblance or any remnants of the childhood and life that we had that led us here to this point. And so it is a it is a blessing to be in this position and to talk about this type of stuff. It is also a massive burden uh, because things are moving so fast that it seems like lightning speed before we're able to even get our hands around stuff. And I came back in season 11 on Instagram live talking to you guys about how I, I legit need to flesh out mimicking that 25 point proposal that the Yellow Vest did where we basically combat the communist goals and we're aware of the great reset and more like this, like we, like, I hate to say it, not really, but what, what we have to come up with our own plan. We have to come up with our own agenda. We have to come up with our own proposals to combat this. This is what I said at the start of uh, this year, essentially that people in our position, be they conspiracy theorists, uh, free-thinking individuals, conservatives, libertarians, anarchists, whatever you want to look at them as. We see Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, but we don't have anything to counter it with. We don't have any viewpoints. We don't have any agendas. We don't have any proposals. We just don't want what they're pushing. And so what we need to do is come up with, again, our own, essentially like our own our own set of bills, our own agenda, that every single time these people try to encroach upon us, we bounce back to it and use that as like our defense. Like this is why people use the constitution as a defense. This is why I'm always referencing to agenda 21 and agenda 2030 because they have a playbook, they have a guide, they have a plan, they have an agenda that they're adhering to. And people like ourselves who are in this position, we don't have an agenda. We don't have like a plan. We just don't want what they're, what they're doing. You made me, I, I had alluded to it earlier, how uh, resistance tactics, guerrilla warfare, small acts of rebellion, because that's where we're at. We're not organized like these guys. We're not organized like what they do. That's why they're able to pull all this stuff and we just get screwed every single time. It's on the backs of, it's on the backs of giants and people like G. Edward Griffin, Philip Schneider, you know, uh, um, and all all these other greats, Steve Quayle, you know, all these people that we fought, that, that, that we, we learn about these things. And so while having the knowledge of this stuff is important, having a plan of action is equally as important. And so that falls upon our generation. Uh, precisely, Boss Billy, we need to organize. Uh, but let's go ahead and get HM. J13, let's go ahead and get Heban, is, I, I hope I'm saying that name right, Heban Munoz.
Oh, that's why. I can tell you guys that's why. Sorry. Uh, people were telling me that there was no sound. That's because the iPad, the iPad had collected, uh, connected to the, um, to the Bluetooth speaker. Sorry about that. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get somebody else on over here from our Telegram chat. Nobody has decided to join us. Can you guys hear me? Before I get somebody from the Telegram chat, can you guys hear me yet or no? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. For some reason, they couldn't hear me on the on the Instagram. We're going to go ahead and get somebody from our Telegram chat. Uh, we have not gotten an in, uh, an invite on Instagram. Jimmy, uh, how are you? And if you're and if you're not talking, that's perfectly fine. Uh, you can just listen. Hi, doing well. Joe. Um, hi. <laughs> just uh, enjoying the migration from Instagram to Telegram. So well, definitely a lot better platform. I'm sorry, there's a lot of back noise. No, you're fine. You're fine, brother. Uh, can I ask how you how you feel about Telegram about the the Telegram? Heck yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of the idea, man. I feel like, again, Instagram, it's a, there's a whole lot going on there, but there is a simplicity uh, in the functionality of Telegram that I think helps it easier to navigate, like not only information, but again, like groups and communication. And I mean, shucks, even this live audio feature, I feel like is super cool. And that's, that's, that's definitely what I'm going for. Yeah. Um, I actually got a new phone and I didn't even install Instagram. So oh, I haven't really been following on on there that much. Everything that I get is Telegram. I appreciate uh, that, bro, because I'm definitely trying to make sure. Like, the thing is with what, like with Telegram, it because it's so easy for me to just share links, share videos. I can just send out massive amounts of information to the point where I feel like I blow people's phones up. Versus on Instagram, where there's that whole algorithm, I feel like I have to wait every hour, and sometimes the posts are just, un, you know, ungodly amounts of links. And so I feel like that accessibility and convenience that Telegram has will hopefully lead us into the future. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you put up a lot of great work. Uh, I'm just going through some stuff right now, but I, I am, or. Uh, I haven't been doing the exclusive member thing right now, just because of a lot of stuff right now. But uh, I understand, brother. I think probably by like the next week or so, I should be back on there. You're all good, uh, brother. There's there's no right. need to apologize. The fact the fact that you're participating is is what I want. You know the the money that's that's just fuel in the engine. This right here. This energy is what I need more so than the money, if you want the truth. So I just appreciate you joining and rocking with me, man. Yeah, and it's really weird because I live here in California, like Bay Area, and over here it's like really, uh, what do you call it, Biden country essentially. And like nobody sees that like, oh, you know, your taxes are going to go up to the wazoo and uh, just like, you know, mask mandates and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's really weird. Um uh, Especially because I work for a, 
I work for the government, for the government. I work for a town. And uh, even my boss at times is like, you know, have you ever seen people out there like without a mask? You need to make sure to tell them. And I'm just oh, like, yes. dude, I'm never going to tell anyone to do that. I hate it when people tell me to do that. So <laughs> just all of a sudden, uh, you're just like a law enforcement officer because of COVID. Right, right. And I, I've talked to another coworker who has kind of a similar mindset and we're just like, yeah, this is ridiculous. We need to, I don't know, we, like like you said, organize in a certain way, but over here it just feels like we're we're, we're a minority. Like no matter what, we're just going to be like singled out and mobbed on. And uh, yeah, I'm still trying, I, I, I don't know how to go about it. Bro, I'm organizing here. <laughs> give it time. Like, it starts simple. Like, have, like, a quick Zoom chat with just, like, your Patriot-oriented friends first. Send that link out to other Patriot-oriented people. Start figuring out who in your Patriot-oriented group has, like, assets that can help you not only identify bills, certain legislator. Okay, cool. That's the legal, political aspect. What about social and cultural? And then from social and cultural, what about economic and financial? And then from there, start building your network, building your committee. You guys will start tackling some of the stuff that's going on in your local area, and you'll just you'll just link up. It'll grow from there. Like I trust you. I I, I thoroughly believe that you are not alone. That you are part of that silent majority in California. Because bro, it's a liberal stronghold. Like real talk, everybody yeah. knows. Like Cali has turned into a liberal stronghold. But I know there are there are people like yourself out there who are trying to organize and can see through all this, but it's, it's, it's hard to identify. And the best way to do that is to start small, start locally within your network and see how it stretches halfway across the state, then halfway across the nation from other people that know people in your state. And so just, just try building gradually. And you can start, it doesn't even have to be on social media. It could be like over a text, having like a location where you guys like link up, like that, it, that's where it's gotta be. And, yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, I'm, I'm like trying to start with the family here first because I have younger sisters and they're all doing like this remote learning and like you know, oh wear your mask at school and I'm just like no, you need to like tell them no, tell them hey I can't breathe or something and, mm -hmm. and uh, but and they're like they, they kind of they kind of giggle and stuff because they're like oh uh, like I, I couldn't get away with that but I'm like no yeah just like find other friends as well. Just because they're the ones who that are feeling all the effects, like you know, the indoctrination at school and all these teachers like enforcing all these rules as well. So I'm trying to get them to break loose from that and kind of think for themselves a little. <laughs> yeah, how crazy is it that like the idea of having like a barbecue or having like a I don't know having like a birthday party at like a park? How is that like some type of revolutionary rebellious act? Like is this how far in the clown world we are to where coming together and having fellowship in a public place is considered like an act of resistance. Right. And, and it feels like here at uh, my family's apartment complex, like we're, we're the only ones that ever are doing like gatherings or like parties and stuff. Cause everyone else is just quiet. They just go about and accept whatever it is that they're being told. And, uh, yeah, here we are, you know, laughing and drinking and chilling and yeah, it's it's a uh, got you got to keep it alive somehow. <laughs> Bro, that means you're a leader. Like that 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 legit means you're a leader in your area. 
people might not say it, but I'm sure they look either to you or up to you and your family. And that's, that's, that's important. That's, that's the key right there. If you're still able to carry on and have like a normal life and you've got all kinds of folks around you that want to be like in that slave mentality, lead them, try to teach them, give them leaflets of like information, print off like documents, give them like QR codes, the studies and stuff like that and plant seeds in them. Cause those are your allies. They just don't know it yet. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, like, like I said, I'm, I'm starting with the family first and I've been, I, I don't know what it is about over here, but like on just about every single radio station, they're, uh, they're promoting these vaccines like nonstop and, just like through the stuff that I've been getting through through your feed here, I've, I've been like showing it to my family and like, yeah, like don't get this vaccine and you know, you could have adverse reactions to it. And uh, uh, even now, some of my dad's friends who have gotten it have had some reactions and I'm like, see, that's why you don't get it. And like, yeah, my, my, my family's kind of like gotten, gotten the point. It's like, yeah, don't get that stuff. But, uh, it's just a matter of like trying to spread it to other people. They're a little bit more, uh, more hesitant, or they're just like, I don't know. No, I I hear you, dude. It's a this is a tricky battle because again, you don't want to violate this whole contract telling people how to live, but at the same time, you want to educate them so that they make informed decisions. And whenever they try to come to you, inform them that hey, I know what I'm doing. You should learn about what's going on. So it's, a, it's, it's like trying to thread a needle. It's definitely very difficult. Uh, but closing thoughts, what did you want to let the audience know? Uh, just if you want to party, keep gather with your family. Don't, yeah, don't, don't pay attention to anyone else. Just do, do what makes you and your family happy. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's going to, hopefully that will inspire other people to kind of do the same. And then hopefully, Resist from there. Build a big resistance. That's it, bro. Rest. Um, Small access to the yeah. disobedience. But yeah, thank thank you so much for all, all the work that you do. It's it's, uh, it's really powerful. It it, it it helps a lot. Well, bro, like I said, thank you for joining. Not just like exclusive members, but thank you for like joining this like this migration because I feel like this is super cool, man. Like we're we're on Instagram right now, and we're also. Like with you, like I feel like that's super cool. So again, just thank you for joining me, man. Thank you for rocking with us. Yeah, no problem. There you go. Yeah. Uh, talk to you soon. Be safe out there. Yeah, you too. So there we go. We, haha, we are, we are doing so good over here on Telegram. Um, we have. I want to get Rebecca's opinion, real quick. Uh, she had to deal with some family issues. She was with us beforehand, before we started the show, uh, and then she had to leave real quick. I want to get her on uh, with the time we have left. I think we have somewhere around 15 or 16 more minutes. Um, Rebecca, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Awesome. Can you guys hear her over here on Instagram? Give me like a quick little thumbs up or just press a bunch of, press a bunch of hearts. Boom, boom, boom. I want to say congratulations on the upcoming baby. How exciting. Haha, <laughs> thank you. We're nine weeks pregnant today. Aw, uh, it's exciting. It'll change your life. You know, I hope so because I feel like I'm 
like you not even feel you guys know i'm like bananas dude and i can only imagine having a child right now so i'm i'm, I'm grateful uh for the things the baby's already teaching me <laughs> definitely but uh, they do they, they teach you more than you teach them for sure well i definitely like it's like when i talk with you guys i'm like trying to I'm trying to be very clear, concise, and to the point with the things that I'm explaining because I know they're very complex and all over the place. But when I think about how I am as a person and how I deliver that information and how I communicate, I think, my God, I can't carry on like this with my child because I don't want to teach them these bad habits. But at the same time, I want to educate them so they can so they can make informed decisions. And so I'm just going through this weird this weird maturity, I guess. I'm growing up. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's good, though. It's really good. I hope so. It's a good thing. Yeah. I've got a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old, and they're sick to death of me talking about this whole situation. So, I mean, you just find your way, and you just do what you got to do, and they'll tell you when they're sick of you, and uh. going when they're not. I uh, I just hope I don't spam them, you know, or smother them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have an issue with that. <laughs> it's I, I I could understand why, but it, we're we'll talk about kids another day. Rebecca, how are yeah. you? What would you like to talk about? <sighs> I don't know. I, I some days I don't see a way out of this, and I love where you're at with the whole community. Get everybody involved. And I totally get that, but I feel like we all have to do it, and I don't see how we are all going to do it. I hear you. It's not going to be easy. Getting to this point was not easy. Like several, several to eight years of just doing like social media, two to three years of stepping in front of the camera, and then like this configuration, this is just to communicate, let alone like localized action. It's going to take time, you know. People, this, it, 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 it will, I say it will take time, but at the same time, it'll happen accordingly. Like people waking up to the mass nonsense, to people waking up to globalism, to all the other things that are going on. It happens in its in its according time. But I definitely feel you with 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 wanting to give up sometimes because you're you're watching people wear three to four to five masks. Like I was saying beforehand, seeing no evil, speaking no evil, and hearing no evil. And it is a little bit disheartening, but you've got to think about the people like yourself out there that are looking for other yous in their local area. Yeah, there definitely are more people waking up. So that's good. Yeah, and, it, it, and that's it, man. You know, I think if there's one thing we can try to reiterate in just this episode alone is that People are waking up. It's happening at a faster rate, but at the same time, they don't know what to do after waking up. They see right. that all this is going down, and they think, well, what can I do? What can we do? How do we fight this? And they kind of hit that wall thinking, well, it's hopeless, but that's yeah. because we're not really being shown the solutions, uh, the, the, the necessary solutions. Like, we're literally being manipulated by our enemies and not actually having organizational committees and group group discussions about what our solutions and step forwards are. And that's that's all that's going to happen from here. Yeah, exactly. It's like you hit a wall and it's like, well, now what do I do? I've told everyone I know. I keep 
telling anybody that I meet, I, you know, you do, you hit a wall and it's like, what else can I do? And this, you are paralyzed. You are. And, you know, they, they really have handcuffed us, uh, not only with, it, with the information, like how we operate on their platforms and more, they've habituated us to get up over here on social media and cry and complain when that's actually the problem. We should be going out there to our city council. We should be paying attention to the bills that are being introduced. We should call out these local politicians. We should organize like our fellow patriots and fellow countrymen and women, and we should literally do something about this. The worst thing we could do is get on Facebook, get on social media, and complain like that's the solution. But that was the habituation process. And so as we realize that social media is a part of the trap, we're beginning to use the last vestiges of social media to begin creating a solution for, for, for the problems that they're pushing onto us. That's why they're cutting, cutting down communications, censoring information, removing actual people who are providing solutions because they don't want that. They want people to be unorganized, angry, upset, disenfranchised, and thinking that there is no solution. There is one. We just won't find it on, online. It's like they say the revolution won't be tele, televised. We won't find the solution on these sensor platforms. We have to create that solution so that people can mimic it everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, that the reset, the um, greater reset. Yes. And that that was a great conference. I really liked that. However, you know they couldn't even keep all the speakers that they had lined up. Like Dr. Merkela, he was ready to go, and then somebody said something about guns. I don't know, and he dropped out of the conference. And that, to me, was like a light bulb of if these top people in the woke, quote-unquote, uh, you know, gang, if they can't even put on a conference and keep their speakers, what chance do the rest of us, simple, regular people, have to get anything of a group mentality, any, any sort of community going, you know? That's we'll see that's and that's that is the, that therein lies the issue is whenever we leave it up to these thought leaders to provide all the solutions, but we don't replicate any actions in our own local area. And what I mean by that is you have all these libertarians and these people who are who 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 I I say they're like they're like celebrity revolutionaries. They're like they they they're like celebrity influencers. They don't they're not they don't really talk about it. They don't really they're not like about it about it like they don't they don't really help connect and, and liberate other people they kind of get this 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 air about them to where it's like oh well i've achieved my independence you need to do it too and it's like well everybody else doesn't have that kind of freedom and flexibility everybody else is kind of still stuck to the system so how do we deal with this problem instead of trying to run away i'm glad you got away that doesn't mean we all got away and so when they take that celebrity attitude to it they, 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 they separate us. And so that's why I don't really listen to a lot of the folks over there at Anarchapoco or, or those types of things because they're not really helping folks out. Like we, I, 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 a couple of years ago, I went to a summit in Texas, the United for Common Ground Media Summit, where we were trying to basically prepare for the, the incoming censorship. It was put on by the Free Thought Project, the anti-media, um, the Minds Unleashed, and the activist post. It was great. But the problem was, and we experienced the same thing, the problem was is once everyone got done with their, with their speech 
we went into another room to have like a closed door discussion about, all right, cool, what are solutions? I'll, I'll, this is some, I'm kind of letting out a, a little red flag. I, somebody started coming at me because I had posted about the elder protocols of Zion. So while we're talking about censorship, like, like system wide, I'm already having somebody within this so-called freedom, free speech movement come at me about something I posted on social media, essentially trying to censor me. And so I hear you, we're already seeing that same kind of like eat your own mentality within like, within like the libertarian, the woke or the freedom movement. It's, it, it's, it is a cancer, but the easiest thing I can tell you to do is to keep forging forward and staying aligned to the ideas of freedom instead of to the personalities because these people are people. They can be corrupted and they have their own faults, but ideas are perfect. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Totally. Sorry to go on with this field. No, you're totally good. It's harder to kill an idea than it is to kill, you know, the people or whatever. Precisely. And that's probably why the Great Reset is probably going to happen no matter what we do, because that idea is in so many of the elite, they will never stop until they have it, until they've done it. Precisely. I was thinking about this like a couple a couple of weeks ago. I was, and I was talking about it, thinking about it, on like a rant with some local people about it. We have to have like a radical devotion to freedom. Like I don't think people understand the radical devotion to freedom that the founding fathers had. We think of them as like old, dusty white people when they were like 20-something-year-old kids who had already had a couple wars underneath their belts, deaths underneath like, like a couple notches in their belt too. They were committed to freedom. They understood what tyranny meant. They didn't want 3% taxes. They were committed to saying, you know what, I don't care if you call me any of these things, colonizer, white supremacist, whatever you want. I know what I am and I know what I'm doing. That level of radical devotion is not here. That commitment is not present. And I can't, I can't, can't chastise or fault people because, like I said, we were, we're three, four generations removed from people who were actively involved in politics and, 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 and did things. But that's where we're at now. So you're right. The greater reset has a greater chance of succeeding because we are not devoted to our ideas and we don't even know. We don't know the war, nor do we know our tools. And I feel like that's where we're at right now. People are kind of waking up from that haze, seeing that things aren't right. And then you have people like me in this position who are trying to explain things. But at the same time, we have to prepare people for what comes after where we're at right now. And so that's why it's, it's, it's an ever-evolving battle, which requires us to uh, change at every single phase. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of makes you feel helpless because you are so far removed from growing your own food, from, you know, having livestock, from your own medicine, fixing yourself. You know, I mean, we're so used to the system doing everything for us. It just seems almost impossible to be able to break away from that. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree. And this is why whenever I was talking about earlier, developing common living areas, practicing self-governance, I'm not telling you guys to buy storable goods, get a generator, go carve out land out there in the woods yesterday, but I definitely think you should have been starting or at least practicing these skills. And, and, and this, is, this, is, this is why having that discussion 
in your own local area with people is important because everybody's situation is different. Like the main thing you hear from like conservatives and Republicans is like, oh, well, it's time to pack up, hit the, hit the roads, hit the mountains, and let the, let the cities destroy themselves. That's not feasible. That's, that, that really is not. But at the same time, if you don't have a, 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 a go-to plan or a breakaway plan or something where you guys practice things like this, if in the event of an SHTF situation, you're not, you, you've already given up. So, and so that's what I'm trying to say is like people have already given up. They're not thinking about what they have to do to hold on to what we have. Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> it's hard to not give up. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You know, it, there are days where I wish, there are days where I wish I would just, where I, where I wish they would just like kick me off that I didn't have to do this and I didn't have to think about these things and I could, I don't know, I could go have cold stone have some cake batter ice cream, <laughs> you know, but I, I understand that that's a part of the, that that's a, I can't, you know, because there are people that believe in me and it's not even for me that I'm doing this. So I just, I feel, and I've said this before, you know, we cannot wait for another generation to be raised up underneath this tyranny. And I mean that like we can, they can do what they're doing to us but we have got to start building up a system and an infrastructure, at least for the next generation, so they can have the tools to either fight this or stall it. And I feel like that's where it fell on us, as we're getting hit with a with a blitzkrieg, a shotgun blast straight to the face as all this stuff unveils. And that's why we're kind of caught like caught in this position. Yes, exactly. And that's why I tell my kids, you know, all the time of what's going on and. And we garden now, so that's nice. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know if it's enough, you know. Yeah. I don't know what else to do, I guess. You're already starting, you know. And I, I was saying this earlier. No one ever tells anyone how to start anything, but everybody always tells them how to finish it. And so you're already doing the work. And think about the type of revelations you'll have out there in the yard just working with your family. Like, that's, that's the real key right there is getting localized, getting precise in your actions and working with people in your network and building from there. I think people see all this global instability and global chaos and this evil and stuff, and they want to fight it, but they, but, but it's got to start in your own backyard. That's what I mean by fighting globalism locally. And so you're already doing the magic. You're making things happen. You're getting connected to earth. You're getting connected with your kids and you're going to build from there because they'll take this message to their friends and more. It, 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 it starts simple. That's how it all happens. Absolutely. I like it. Well, Rebecca, we got a couple more minutes. What did you want to leave the audience with? Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, yeah, garden. Um, I've just bought a ton of seeds, so make sure you get your seeds. So I've been listening to the Ice Age Farmer, too, and sounds like you're going to need some seeds. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just live your life as best you can and try to prepare as best you can, I guess. I, I agree. Uh, just to your point about seeds, I was thinking about supply chain disruptions. A lot of that happened last year um, because of the whole defund the police movements, the, 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 the trucker strikes, uh, again, the supply chain disruption, inflation. There's a lot of different reasons why people should start getting connected in their 
getting in the garden, getting in their yard. Uh, because even if you're not eating some of the vegetables you have, find other people that are doing gardening. Have like a little, have like a farmer's market. You know, think about how you can be an asset to others. So yes, Rebecca, I definitely agree. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. I really appreciate you. I really love listening to you. Oh, shucks. Thank you for joining. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. How do you feel about the, real quick before I let you go, how do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about the Telegram audio portion of the show versus like the yeah. Instagram video portion? Yeah, I really like it. It would be nice to have video, but it is really easy to use. And I do like Telegram. I deleted Instagram. So, nope. yeah, I like it. Nope. There we go. We're sold. Sold. Yeah. All right. Well, heck yeah, Rebecca, thank you for joining us. And hopefully you will be back here with us next week. Sounds good. I will. Be safe. Thank I'll you. talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. There she goes. Rebecca. I wish I had a, this escaped me, I should have asked people's Instagrams so I could have put it into the story or into the description for later so you guys could go follow them. But heck yeah, man, this was the first time we have done a Telegram Instagram live simulcast. Um, and this is just put into the Telegram chat by Miguel, one of our exclusive members, comes from Newsbreak, says Jeff Bezos to step down as Amazon CEO. Andy Jaffe to take over in Q3. Very interesting. I'm sure I will post about that and talk about that. But that's going to go ahead and do it for this transmission. I'm super fired up <coughs> that we're doing this, that we are uh, simulcasting. Um, we could do this with Instagram. We could do this with YouTube. We could do this with Fedbook. We could do this with any other streaming platform. And that's what it's all about is, again, diversifying the information because you guys deserve it. Um, if you didn't join out on the Telegram chat, you missed out. You know, while I appreciate shooting the breeze with you guys, I feel like it's super cool that we have this feature right here, uh, and we will definitely be using it going forward into the future. So, heck yeah, I'm fired up. I want to say thank you to Chase, Kalinda, Lucas, Simi, and Rebecca for joining us, for being a part of Paige history, my history, history. Uh, because this is a cool configuration. We are just getting started, and we will definitely do more with it. Uh, but that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for me. Unfortunately, we were not able to talk about a couple of topics. Maybe we will bring them back next week. Uh, but that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Arrow, Freedom Faction.